Welcome to our latest episode of Felstead Talks, our podcast series. Today's guest is Toby Oxton. Toby is an old Felstedian and co-founder of the King's Cross community radio station, Voice Radio. Toby's vision is to create a platform that gives voice to different social issues in the creative industries. And this has resulted in Voices Radio being named by Mixcloud as one of London's most popular stations. After leaving Felsted, Toby studied anthropology and linguistics at Manchester University before working on a variety of radio and events projects throughout London, following his passion for music, which started during his time as a boarder at Felsted. Good morning and welcome, Toby. Hi, how's it going, Simon? Good. I guess I guess the first question should be, what does it feel like to be on the opposite side of the microphone as a guest rather than the interviewer? It's, it's actually been more often the case that I'm doing it this way, uh, simply because I've been so busy, despite having uh, a lot of experience in presenting and, and, and very much being a, a broadcaster slash presenter. Um, more recently, I've been so busy with a kind of back uh, of house stuff setting up the station but I haven't had that much time to to get in front of the mic with people basically I'm, I'm very much more facilitating other people doing that um, than myself doing it um, but I'm looking forward to once we're getting once we're in a more kind of like working at a more steady rate and everything's a bit more ship shape rather than it being this frenetic startup kind of uh, vibe that it is at the moment so, to, to getting back into kind of pursuing some more um, some more kind of like creative uh, stuff with the station on, on a personal level, basically. Have, have you got someone that was, fa- you know, one of the interview your most favourite interviewees? Have you, does someone spring to mind? Oh, I, I, from, um, my favourite guest that we've had through the station so far um, was at, he was actually interviewed by an, another old Felstedian, uh, Ben Gibbon, who was in the year below me at school and um, is involved with music as well. He's a very good friend of mine. Um, was Eric Whitaker, who's a, a very, very um, amazing choral composer who mm. um, who we actually sang a pieces from at school. So it was... Uh, uh, quite a beautiful moment to kind of yes. like have have both of us in the studio with this guy who we'd been looking up to pretty much the whole of our, our lives since we'd we'd sung some of the stuff that we he'd um he'd written back back in two thousand nine, I think, two thousand and ten, basically. So that was that was a really special moment. I can imagine. Absolutely. I mean and talk about develop developing individual character is something that we talk a lot about at Felstead. Um, so thinking about an example like that, what what do you think has been the biggest moments in your life when your individual character has been defined or, be, or something that has influenced it? That's a very big question. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I have I, I, I was thinking about this before um, we started the conversation. And I, I've, I mean, there's been a lot of this, several different crucibles I've gone through in my life, most of them of my own making, but not all of them are massively uh, family friendly. So I think the, <laughs> um, the most recent example um, would be uh, the fact that um, I got made redundant halfway through the pandemic and had to kind of properly pull my uh, bootlaces up to to sort sort effectively my life out of the point because um, I wasn't forecasting losing the job when I lost the job and it was at a point where I worked in a, events and uh, kind of like creative space slash workspace at the time and uh, that was the that was very much the industry that was po- probably worst affected by COVID. It was a, a proper kind of um, uh, 
yeah, it was a a, a, a death by a thousand different cuts, basically. But um, I, I I basically just had to knuckle down and use my network and and, and create work for myself uh, effectively uh, while to join the dots between everything opening back up again um, while uh, while we were in the kind of deepest darkest parts of COVID. So that was that that kind of made me realize that I, I you know I could tough it out by myself and and kind of figure figure things out um yeah. uh in a way uh that I hadn't had to really beforehand basically I mean I've freelanced for a long time but there's always been something which has been a staple rather than you know going out and prospecting and 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 making making the work happen basically. Um, so so I learned a lot about myself doing that. And I, I guess the the other big big thing that I can talk about would be um, uh, actually going to school. Um, I think I was quite a nervous child, and being sent to Felsted and uh, being at a boarding school definitely helped me become more of um, more more adaptable around people, more more gregarious, better at building relationships. You know, like a you're you're stuck in a boarding house with a bunch of people you don't know, and you have to figure out how to get on along with everyone. Um, yeah. And I definitely came out a yeah better people person for for that for sure. Excellent, thank thanks for that. And I under, I understand you had a real passion for music while you were at Felsted, particularly particularly the singing, as you've alluded to already. But is that where the ambition? Do you think to work in the creative industry? Uh, arts industry started if you're looking back do you think it might have been then I think uh it, that definitely played a large part in things the um the music when I was at Felsted was a uh I think a real high point we got to do some incredible things uh uh tours of Paris and New York and Boston and stuff singing um uh I'm not sure if you guys still have the 20 but um we did that 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 it, that period of time working with those people and singing with those people definitely influenced the, the kind of music that I'm into today and also um, has definitely played a large part in me wanting to be at least adjacent to music, if not directly involved with it, um, in my career path up and up until this point, basically. Did you did you ever consider anything else? I know, I know obviously the pandemic changed things where you, you had that moment where you had to think about what you were going to do, but were there, were there any other careers that were ever uh, in focus? I um, I still think, I, I, I have thought seriously about this and I still think at some point I would like potentially to, to retrain in therapy, um, but that's kind of a long way off. But I, that, that's a more recent decision. But actually, I think over the last um the last 12 15 years i i always knew that i was going to be involved in the arts in some way um but i wasn't really sure what capacity that would be for 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 a long time i thought it was going to be more kind of like policy orientated and that might actually end up being what i end up doing at some point um for radio station uh is not it's it's something i'm deeply passionate about but it's it's kind of the start of several other things basically yeah. plan wise great look forward to seeing what what evolves and would you i mean taking presenting and producing very different things do you do you tend to have a favorite of the two or or are you just loving loving to be involved in in all of it i uh i think i i think i like presenting um slightly more because there's a lot more kind of like creative expression involved in it and it's it, it, it's something that 
um, being able to talk or 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 play the things that you are uh, talk about or play the things that you are like hugely passionate about is always something that is very galvanizing. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and in particular, like part of the reason I got into radio was uh, I'm a huge proponent of classical music, and I think there is uh, a kind of mentality towards it, especially with people my age and uh, younger that um, that it's seen as old and fusty and kind of owned by other people. Um, so part of what I, part of the reason why I wanted to get in was to show that that wasn't the case and what, what we're still carrying on doing um, now is, is, is trying to, you know, get people into this thing that I really care about basically. And apart from obviously Voices Radio, are there, are there any stations or particular programs that, that you really enjoy listening to in your, in your spare time? Um, I'd say Late Night Junction on Radio 6 is always fascinating and it's just kind of like esoterica. Um, it, you could be listening to Mongolian throat singing one minute and then <laughs> um, kind of like a Rachmaninoff classical piece the next. It's, it's just, it's, it's a kind of programming I find very interesting. It's explorative yeah. and, it, you know, you can properly take deep dives into them. Um and then, other than that, I mean, I, I I love everything everybody does in the station. We we um we're very lucky. We have a lot of very talented, creative, like like genuine folk uh, working with us, all, all of whom um, are as passionate about doing it as I am. So, uh, for example, we've got uh, a a good friend of mine, Ali. She does a a monthly Thursday morning um, under the moniker Long Call Woman, and uh, she's she's a doctor, well, uh, trained to be a doctor and still works in the NHS. Um, but her show is based around mental health and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like her, 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 her understanding of it as someone who has worked among, in amongst it and also for, you know, the challenges that she's had to go through um, alongside playing music as well. Um, but I find that stuff endlessly fascinating is just all these different like viewpoints and voices hence why we are called voices um kind of uh showing the the huge massive like breadth of perspective there is available to different things basically yeah Um, are there there any guests that are on your sort of hit list to to make sure you, you try and capture uh at the moment i'm not thinking too much about trying to get like uh big names through no. the station um we're more focused on being a kind of like learning space and giving people the tools and understanding to to kind of get started uh, like we've got a lot of people on the station who've never done radio before or never even touched like dj equipment mm. um so what we do is we, we we if they have a good enough idea and they seem like a nice enough person then we, then we facilitate that for them so my priority is definitely like our community as opposed to um trying to get someone uber famous down for the sake of, of the, the exposure basically fabulous thank you and then i mean coming back to your time at felsted what what's your best do you have some great memories of school and whether any teachers or moments that have had an impact on your career would you say uh, that's also a very big question with a lot <laughs> of answers but um uh off the top of my head for the choir tours were always a section and also for rugby uh um tours were were really good fun as well um i definitely made friends doing those things that i've kept with me for the rest of my life and um 
teachers wise it's a good for for list is fairly extensive um for late great michael subden obviously mm. um and richard fellman who were both my housemasters while i was uh um at school both of whom as an adult i realized were very much more in my corner than i thought <laughs> at the time um uh alan chamberlain um tom vignoles who was a, a truly extraordinarily good teacher um and a super nice man um felix sanchez um also uh, Grayson Rexford, who is to this day one of the most interesting people I've ever ever met. Um, yeah, uh, loads. Oh, sorry, James Lowry. I have to give um, a huge shout out to him because he he very much helped set me onto where I am nowadays. Also, Ryan Hepburn, who was uh, the uh, director of the Twenty when I was at school, who um, made us realise that we we could be as good as we wanted to be, basically. Um, Lovely, lovely to hear that you can reel off so many names so fondly is, is lovely to hear. And and what about those choir tours? Was Is there one that stuck out particularly as a favourite for any reason? Uh, the, the Barcelona trip was really fun. That was actually an orchestra tour. tour. Um, and singing uh, in L'Eglise Madeleine in um, Paris was, was mm. a serious, serious highlight. Um, something that very, very few like actual paid choirs get an opportunity to do let alone a, a kind of ramshackle group of 18 to 15 year olds um but we went <laughs> in and we absolutely nailed it so brilliant yeah great memories and yeah. then coming up to the modern day again obviously starting we have touched upon this a bit but you you know starting voices radio in the middle of a pandemic when you when you when you felt you, you had to really could you just give us a brief overview of, of how the station was born and what Apart from obviously the need, what else motivated you to do it? I decided for I, I'd set up another radio station for another company um, over in East London, and I'd basically got sick of working for other people and 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 being told what, what to do with it by other people, and um, I, I just decided that I was going to do my own one. Very fortunately. A unit came up near uh, in Coal Drops, which is very close to my house. So I, I was I was walking around there a lot over lockdown because there was nothing else to do, um, and uh, I was just keeping an eye out for stuff that was might be coming available. And um, literally the uh, the day that uh, I pitched the idea to um, to the developer Argent was the same day the marketing director had put a post-it note on her computer saying. Uh, community radio station question mark so <laughs> it was very much a case of the the stars aligning on yeah. it um so that voices is, voices came from uh an event series um which had to stop during the pandemic obviously because we couldn't yeah. have uh in-person uh events so we we actually um what we did was uh kind of respect and uh do a bunch of online panels over the pandemic to kind of keep keep our audience engaged up until a point but also because there was stuff happening um at the time that we felt there were opportunities to have like discussions around for example uh the black black lives matter movement and um various different incidences of like severe sexism um in the uh music industry coming to the fore and we we thought 
these would be good things to host panels around and kind of like figure out uh, a way of getting people into a room and, and, and kind of like hustling to, to figure out solutions um, for all these myriad of different kind of like issues. Um, so that they went really well and we, we ended up reaching kind of like a global uh, like audience base with it. Um, so it seemed like it was a very natural progression to go from that kind of discussion-based uh, events to a radio station, which is effectively the same thing. Um, so, so yeah, that's we picked up the keys in June last year, so we've just uh, celebrated our first birthday. Congratulations. Thank and you. I think the community work of the station and, and your charitable vision is definitely something that really... You know, in my opinion, it makes you stand out from the crowd. And, and as you know, at Felsen, we encourage our, our students to make a difference to those around them. What what advice would you give to young people who aspire to to make a difference and perhaps follow a, a similar career path to yourself? Being be nice and work hard. For that that in particular will get you further than any qualification or or or, or even experience up until a point. I'd I'd say for priorities as an employer that I look for in people, especially considering most of the the jobs, entry-level jobs that we offer are are ones where you're learning to to do what it is you need to do over the course of the day. Anyway, we we teach people to become presenters. We don't expect people to come as presenters or producers, et cetera. So uh, rocking up, and doing like working hard and just yeah like being 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 an easy person to work with can yeah. honestly like open so many more doors than um kind of like uh, I, I, especially in, i'm this is very hyper focused to what what i do in the kind of like the creative industries my particular kind of like overlook on it basically yeah um, but they'll transcend to everything but you know working yeah, hard yeah, being yeah, kind and nice works across everything and yeah ex- they're wise exactly, words, but, exactly. Yeah. but um i'd say if you're if if you're if you're interested in getting into this stuff then find other people who are doing similar stuff and get to know them because your network will also get you a very very long way it was the thing that got me through the pandemic was kind of hitting up different people that I've worked with over the years and figuring out ways of working together and like creating the work basically. So find, find your, find your creative family for lack of a better expression. Great, great advice. Thank you for that. And um, continue with that community side of the station. And you, you have mentioned this already, but what, what is it like to work in cold drops yard? I mean, amongst some of the world's biggest brands, I know Google are there. Is it an inspirational place? It's, um, yeah, it's. I mean, it's. Some, uh, first and foremost, it's a. It's a like incredible development. Uh, the Argent developers who actually, most people would come in and kind of like stack them high and sell them cheap, kind of thing. Uh, just knock down everything and 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 try and get as much per square foot um, as they possibly could. But they've actually spent a lot of TLC on investing in communities and the sorry fee community. Um, and not just paying lip service to the kind of like the creative and cultural capital and history of the area. Um, so there is always something very interesting going on 
for example, we've got an independent uh, label fair coming up in uh, two weeks on the 16th of July. Um, they do vintage car markets. Uh, the whole area is kind of like constantly buzzing. And yeah, we've got we've got um, these amazing uh, companies moving in. Uh, Google, uh, their building will be finished, I think, Q2 next year. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see all the tech guys come in. Facebook has just um, moved in next, right next to the station, actually. It's funny, we keep seeing all these uh, men with beards and gilets wandering up and down the street plugged into their, their laptops. Um, it's definitely, a, yeah, it's definitely an inspiring place and also a, very useful for us in terms of leveraging brands to give us money at some point, <laughs> basically, um, because it's very easy to kind of show how the good and the community work people are doing when you're literally on someone's doorstep. So yeah. um, it's it's also been very useful for us um, in terms of getting other uh, entities in, invested in what we've been doing because everybody wants to get into the area at the moment and we're kind of uh, a... Um, a backdoor if it were basically so um so yeah it's been it's 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 amazing we're, we're very very lucky to be where we are and it's definitely yeah. impacted how the station has developed sounds fantastic very very inspiring and and finally what does the future hold for toby oxenham and voices radio is there is there a plan to move to a sort of a full dab service um yes 100 percent uh as soon as we can afford it basically the license costs about 4k a year which um wow. is is, is quite a significant amount and is prohibitive for a lot of radio stations. Fortunately, we should be able to afford it. Um, we'll have to, it, it comes down to what we need to prioritize. But yeah, we are, we 100% want to um, get more people listening to the station because what we've got, uh, the content is, is just as good as anyone else. I don't think there's any reason anybody should listen to Radio 1 or Radio 6 over us. I know I'm biased, but um, <laughs> that's, uh, that's I, I generally think what we're doing is is can stand up to, to any other radio service. Um, and then in terms of the future, um, I would like to, uh, once the radio station is kind of, built out and, and uh, running self-sufficiently, I'd like to start moving into kind of like other areas of content and media um, and just carry on training people um, like how to create things basically because that's, that's a very fundamental core of that is what the station is. It's a, it's a platform and uh, a um, kind of like a learning center where you can come and get to grips with audio equipment and the next thing I want to be able to do is be able to get to grips with video equipment so people can go off and make their own kind of like docu-series and stuff like I find that stuff really really exciting Um, and it's something which is becoming more and more integral to our relationship with the world basically is 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 are these different media formats Um, uh, and then that's, I mean, that's as far as I'm thinking at the moment. It's kind of like two that's to three years. You can sense the passion there for, for what you want to achieve and do and, 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 and certainly you. make a difference for a lot of people, which is wonderful. Where where can people hear Voices Frequency? So at the moment, um, we're just based online. It's www.voicesradio.co.uk. Uh, there is a big play button in the middle of the site, so it's very easy to find. Great. Um, and if people want to follow us, on socials, uh, Instagram is probably the best place for it, which is voices underscore radio. We could do all our updates on there. Um, and if we ever get to the point where we do 
uh, you know, launch onto DAB. We'll make sure that people uh, are made aware through through there as well. Um, Brilliant. Well, and, I'm sure a lot of people will be we we have tuned into this. Will be following that and and listening in with interest because it, it certainly sounds a wonderful initiative. And and thank, thank you, you ever so much for your for your time today and sharing your thoughts and and obviously your memories, obviously as well as Felsted. But Toby, thank you for your time and it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for having me, Simon. Pleasure. Cheers. Thank you for listening to this episode of the First Dead Talks podcast series. We hope you enjoyed it. Our next episode is coming out soon, so don't forget to follow and subscribe so you can stay in touch.